0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. And alhamdulillahi naghmadhu wa nastainahu wa nastaghfiru wa naghudu billahi min shurur Fusina women wa min sydiat amalina min yahdhilahu fala mudallalah wa min yudlil fala hadilah. واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله والسلام عليه تسليما كثيرا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم Ya يا ايها الناس ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وَبَثَّ مِنْهُمَا كِثَاءَ وَبَثَّ مِنْهُمَا ك... رِجَالًا وَنِسَاءً كَثِيرًا وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي تَسَاءَلُونَ بِهِ وَالْأَرْحَامَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ رَقِيبًا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُسْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ يَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ يُطِعِ اللَّهَ فَقَدْ فَازَ فإن خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدا هدى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسميم كثيرة وشر الأمور محتثاتها وكل محتثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أعافنا الله تعالى جميعا من نار جهنم من شدتها وحرارتها اللهم آمين we come down, inshallah, جل, to the second aspect of the second principle and asul from the asul, the fundamental, the fundamentals of the aqidah of Ahl-Sunnah as it has been understood by al-Imam al-Humaydi al kabir rahmatullahi alayhi, and the other ulama who taught him and the scholars that he taught who came after him, rahmatullahi alayhim ajma'in. And we're dealing with the issue of al-Iman. And we told you in the previous presentation that al-Iman is a very important and is a critical uh, imperative asul from the asul of the sunnah. And that there are five things that you have to know as it relates to it. When you hear about al-Iman, you should know it is connected to your heart and what you believe, your i'tiqad, your belief system. And also you have to know that Al iman is your statement. You know that the non-Muslims who are hypocrites, they say with their tongues that which they don't believe. Allah Ta'ala rebuked the Muslims for this type of thing. He said, يَا Oh, you believe what is wrong with you that you say that which you don't do which you don't do you do not do it is a bad thing in the sight of Allah that you say what you don't do and that's because that's a sign of the hypocrite they say with their tongues that which is not in their hearts they don't believe in Al-Islam they say we're with you we believe and when they're with the believers they say we believe and when they're with their people, or the they say, we were just joking around, we had nothing to do, we were playing around, we don't believe it. So you have to say it with your statement and you have to also say it with your tongue and that's not enough. You have to have belief of it inside of your heart. And the other thing is that it, it, it as it relates to, and, and it has to manifest on your limbs because if a person makes a statement and he says, I believe, I believe, and he really has that iman in his heart, but he doesn't do any actions, then his statement is just a claim, mujarrad dawa. it's just a claim. And you know in our religion, mere claims, they don't cut the mustard. Allah rebuked Ahlul Kitab, and he rebuked the munafiqeen who were with the Prophet wasallam for this issue. لَيْسَ بِأَمَانِيِّهِمْ لَيْسَ بِأَمَانِيِّكُمْ وَلَا أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ it's not based upon your wishful thinking. Ya Muhammad, you, the munafiqeen, your companions, just you thinking, wishful thinking, sitting down, twiddling your thumbs, wishing this, that. And it's not based upon the wishful thinking of the Yahood and the Nasara. The Yahood said, ابناء الله وحباؤه The Yahood said, we are Allah's beloved, Allah loves us and we're his sons. That's just a claim. The Christians say that Isa is the son of Allah and that Allah loves them and they're going to Jannah. That's just a claim. That's just a claim. So if a person says that he believes and she does not wear hijab, he believes and he does not pray the prayer, he believes and he makes mistakes and doesn't make toba from those mistakes, seeing as it, it being wajib and a responsibility, then there's something wrong with your iman. And number four, iman goes up and iman comes down. Iman goes up and iman comes down. And that as al-imam ibn Taymiyyah said, there are many athar written in many books where the companions said that, where the tabi'een said that. And for this reason, al-imam al-humaydi is also mentioning it. Because there are some people who have the opinion that al iman it can't go up and it can't go down. They said that an iman is something you either have all of it or you don't have any of it. It's not something that you can divide into pieces. They said if it's all here, then it is all here. If some of it goes, then all of it goes. And as a result of all of it going, then the person becomes a non-Muslim as a result of that. And this is not the understanding that we get. From the book of Allah, when we read all of the proofs that are mentioned in many, many, many ayat about iman going up and al-iman coming down. And one of those ayat, and I mentioned, mentioned it in the last segment, and I didn't want to mention it there, as a statement of al-imam al-Bukhari, which proves the ziyada of al-iman, iman going up. Al-Imam al-Bukhari and some of the other scholars use that ayah, lakum 'Alaykum Nīmati." Today I have completed for you, your religion. Before the religion was complete, it wasn't possible for a person to have the full iman of al-Islam because it hadn't been complete up until that point. So Al-Imam al-Bukhari and the rest of those scholars, they said, this is a sign and an indication that if something is complete, it is you know, ikmal or itman is complete, then you understand from that that there's some deficiency if it's not complete. And that's why those scholars also came and they mentioned that any time, ya'akhi, you find that al-iman can increase, as I'm going to show you that it can increase, if it can increase, then by default, naturally, it can decrease and it does decrease. By default. Because if something increases, then by default, it has to also be able to increase. If something increases, it has to be able to decrease at some point, in some shape, some form, or some fashion. As for the proofs of that, there are many, many from the Qur'an and from the authentic sunnah of the Prophet wasallam. And from them is the statement that Allah told us about when he talked about the youngsters who were in the cave, in the kaf, in Surat al-Kaf verily they were a group of young men who believed they had iman in their Lord and we increased them in guidance we increased them in huda and if you increased in huda you're going to be increased in iman so the one who's a brand new Muslim today and Allah guided him to Al Islam and gave him Al Hidayah. He asked Allah, Ihdina Siratul Mustaqim." Allah guided him to the Siratul Mustaqim. He learned Tawheed. He knows La ilaha illallah, Muhammad al Rasullah. So when Allah guides him to the religion at the beginning, he's on a certain level of Al Iman. But as his knowledge grows, as his application and his practicing of Al Islam increases, His huda increases, his iman increases as well. Another example of that is what Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Qur'an when he established, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِرَ اللَّهُ وَجِرَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا وَعَلَى رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ Verily, the true believers are those people who... When Allah is mentioned, their hearts become fearful and they tremble. When they hear the Quran, when they hear a khutbah that inspires them, when they hear something about their religion, how the companions were, may Allah be pleased with them, in their commitment, in their worship, how the tabi'een were, in their respect for the companions and how they used to get knowledge. How those scholars and the Imam imams, Sufyan ibn and Sufyan al-Thawri, how did those scholars, when you read about the sabr that they had in getting knowledge, and you read about how much efforts they made and sacrifices they made, and that reminds a person of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Allah is mentioned that these people feared Allah in the way that they did, these people become fearful. Wajilat qulubuhum? Their hearts become fearful. Allah <laughs> mentioned another ayah of the Qur'an, Those people who do the things that they do, and their hearts become fearful because of what they used to do. Because they know they're going to return back to their Lord. So having a fearful heart, And eyes that shed tears as a result of the fear of Allah is a praiseworthy issue. But what we're using this ayat for is Allah established verily the believers of those people. When Allah is mentioned, their hearts become tremble. They tremble and fearful. And when his ayat are read, when the Quran is read, their iman is increased. Their iman is increased. So that ayat clearly establishes that a person's iman increases. It increases as a result of the recitation of the Quran, either reading it or hearing it or, or the individual is in the salat. And as a result of that, his iman is increased. How can a person hear an ayat that clearly establishes that a person's iman goes up and then he comes and he says, no. The iman is not increased. This is Takdeeb of the book of Allah and tahrif. And this is the mushkil and the big problem with people who make ta'wil and tahrif of the nasus. They came and they changed the meaning of the kitab and the sunnah. And they make inhiraf And they go off the beaten path. Off of the way and the path of the companions. Ridwan Allah, ajma'in. Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Quran فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَزَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا وَهُمْ يَسْتَبْشِرُونَ When the people, they come during the time of the Prophet they used to ask, after the Quran would be read, they would say, whose iman, whose iman, whose faith was increased by this recitation? That was a statement that the hypocrites used to make. استهزاء with the Quran and putting the Quran down and making jokes at praying and making the Prophet of Islam Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the brunt of their jokes and these are the same people who said with their tongues, we believe, we believe but when it came to the manifestation of that in their limbs, you couldn't hardly find it the hypocrites when they have to pray, they get up to pray and they're lazy. They really don't want to do it. And they only get up to pray to let other people see them. As for praying, and it's between them and, the, and Allah, and they are having a discussion and communion with Allah, they don't pray that way. They don't pray that way because it is something that is on the lisan, up, bust. that's it. But with the believer, it is in his heart, faith, and it manifests itself on his tongue and from his tongue and it has to be shown with his actions and his faith increases when he worships Allah and he obeys Allah so look at this in the month of Ramadan in the month of Ramadan everybody would agree that we are not the same people in the month of Ramadan as it relates to being in any other month Because of the obedience of Ramadan and being connected to the masjid and increasing our salah and our zakat and our sadaqat and all of those. Watching what we say. You know, religion, taqwa, obedience to Allah necessitates watching what you say. Watching what you say. And it is a big jihad. If a person makes jihad against his tongue, that's the obedience of Allah. And his iman is going to go up. He is about to say something which is ghibah. Ghibah of some other Muslim. And he knows it's ghibah because there's no benefit in him mentioning what he's going to mention. He just is being pulled in by shaitan. But he catches himself. And he says, nah, I'm not going to say that. He holds back. And he thinks about what he did. That action of his is going to make him feel appreciative that he listened to Allah. He's not going to get big-headed and say, I know I'm in Jannah because of what I did, but it's going to cause him to be closer to Allah because his iman went up as a result of obedience to Allah. So the companions, they used to obey Allah more than we obey Allah. They made more salat, they gave more zakat, they fasted more, they made jihad more, they made more da'wah, more amr al-ma'roof, more nahin al munkah, more memorizing the Quran, more teaching. As a result of those ta'at, those obediences, they were the odiyah of Allah on the high level of an iman. The one who prays more, his iman is going to be higher than the one who doesn't pray more, given, obviously, of the person having the right niyat and also doing it the correct way. So we don't really have to mention that. So we should strive and struggle to be people who, Obey Allah the way we do in the month of Ramadan, in the hopes that our iman will go up, because the Rabb of Ramadan is the Rabb of Dhul-Hijjah, which we're in. The first 10 days of Dhul-Hijjah that are behind us now, we had the Eid last week, two weeks ago and a half, two and a half weeks ago. Those 10 days, our iman went up. As a result of that, people were fasting more, and people were giving us more, and people slaughtered and so forth and so on. So el iman goes up. Another delil for that is what Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Quran. Allah mentioned, ف... And those people who believe their Iman was increased. So as I mentioned, if something can increase, then it can clearly decrease as well. But there are some delils and there are some proofs that show your faith, people's faith goes down. It goes up and it goes down. Like the hadith of Hanzala and Abu Bakr. May Allah be pleased with both of those companions. Abu Bakr saw Hanzala walking in the street and Abu Bakr saw him looking upset, disturbed. He said, what's the matter, Hanzala? A Muslim brother asking about the condition of his Muslim brother. None of you truly believes until you love for your, for your brother which you love for yourself. You're not a true mu'min until you love for your brother. Love is in the heart and the heart as we mentioned, the heart, al iman is in your heart your heart has to believe this stuff. It is the action of your heart and the statement of your heart. So Abu Bakr had love for his brother. A true mu'min. Haqqa. Really a real mu'min. What's the matter, my brother? What's bothering you? The believers and their love for each other and their rahmat towards one another and their gentleness towards one another is like one body. If one part of the body hurts, the rest of the body is going to suffer from sleeplessness and from a fever. Methul al The example of the believers and mu'minul. All together collectively. You should do بعض. The believer to his believing brother is like a solid cemented structure. They support each other. So from Al Iman, the action is supporting your Muslim brother. The Prophet says, وسلم, from the best deeds, is causing happiness to be entered into your brother, to make your brother happy inviting him, supporting him, loaning him money, marrying him off, something like that, giving him good advice. So a believer does those actions. The believer, he's the one who's doing all of those actions. So it's on your tongue and it's in your heart and it's on your limbs. But right now what we're dealing with is we're proving to you that el-iman increases and el-iman decreases as well. It increases... With and by the obedience of Allah Azza wa and it decreases as a result of a person disobeying Allah. So those young boys who believed in their Lord, Allah Taala increased them in guidance and He increased them in al iman because of that. But from that issue that shows a decrease in al iman, Abu Bakr may Allah be pleased with him saw Hanbala, one of the companions. And he was called, his nickname was the Rasil of the Mala'ika. The one who the Mala'ika, they washed him because he had gotten married and he had a strongy man and he went out to make jihad. And he was given martyrdom. And he was in the state of Janaba. He needed a ghusl. And the angels came and washed his body. So the Prophet called him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ghasil al-Mala'ika, the one who the Mala'ika, they watched him. So the man was from the awliya of Allah. What's the matter? He said, Wallahi Abu Bakr, whenever we are sitting with the Prophet I feel really good. My iman is really strong. But then when we leave his audience and his presence, and I go home uh, to the marketplace, my job, uh, dealing with my family and I start becoming preoccupied with them. Then my iman goes down. It's not the same way. Abu Bakr said, I feel the same way. I, I get that same experience. So Abu Bakr is a wali from the Oliya of Allah. Hanvala the Malaika washed him. And he's a wali from the Oliya Allah. And yet both of them, both of them were worried about taking care of their iman. What's the state of my iman? What's the reality of my iman? Well, we have some people who say, I am from al hadith and I'm Salafi and I got the right aqidah and I'm studying Asuru Sunnah of Al-Imam Ahmed, Asuru Sunnah of imam Al-Humaydi. I'm from the Firqat al-Najiyah. I'm from the people who are in the Jannah. You know, I hear people who talk like that. We are the saved sect. We are the saved sect. And everybody else is wrong and nobody else is right. لا You gotta get a grip before it's too late إن with الله With The scholars of the Salaf in the past Used to have this issue We don't get into this issue Because we're not trying to get too deep They would ask the question Or if you were asking Are you a believer? They say you should say yes إن Yes إن I'm a believer, inshallah, because I don't know if Allah is accepting my iman. I don't know what I'm going to die on. So with humility, they will make a istithna. I am a believer, inshallah. We have some of our shabab and those who are teaching them, walking around saying some things that are not acceptable. Like, I never made a mistake in the minhaj. I never made a mistake. I don't know any mistake for myself. This kind of statement is not okay. We are the people of the Jannah. We are the safe set. Hey, we're the people of the Jannah inshallah. We are the people who are on the, with the safe sect. inshallah. But you shouldn't talk down and bad about people. So Imam Abu Bakr as-Sadiq, Sheikh Al-Kabir Abu Bakr as-Sadiq, he said, I feel the same way. They went to the Prophet sallallahu They told the Prophet about the story. Rasulullah told them sallallahu If you were able to go to your families. And to your places of work. To the marketplace. And if you were able to stay on the same level. Your iman. That is when you're sitting with me. Then you'll be able to shake the hands of the angels. Who you see in the street. He said but haka that. He said, Iman is like that. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. It goes up when you obey Allah, and sometimes it goes down when you disobey Allah. Because all human beings are going to make mistakes and they're going to disobey Allah. So the Prophet says in an authentic hadith, The believer doesn't believe when he's drinking khamr. The believer doesn't believe when he is stealing something. The believer is not a believer when he is committing zina. So the meaning of that is not that he becomes a non-Muslim, but his iman goes away comparable to the sin or the mistake that he's making. لا يؤمن هنا يشرب وهو A person who is drinking, when he starts to drink, he is not a full complete mu'min his iman decreases. Any sin, any indiscretion, any mistake, any crime that he does, he knows what he's doing, then it's going to make his iman go down. And it can go so down where nothing of his iman is left, as you're going to see, inshallah, in the future from the statement of Ibrahim, the brother of Sufyan ibn Uyayna, rahmatullahi al-Humaydi, brought it, in this book, but that's down the line a little bit, inshallah, So that goes to show that al-Iman goes up and goes down. Also in the authentic hadith of the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi he told us something about our wives, mothers, aunties, daughters, our sisters. naqisat wa din. He said to the women, I have not seen anyone who has more deficiency in their intellect and in their deen then one of you women, one of you women, and you would affect a really intelligent man in a way that he normally won't be affected. There's a man who's pretty cool, pretty calm. He is always in control, but his wife can get him so upset where he starts to do and say things that are out of character for him. So the Prophet وسلم, was telling the women in this particular hadith that they have deficiency in their intellect. And deficiency in their deen. So deficiency in the deen goes to show that El-Eman, Man is a deficiency because she's deficient in her deen, the Prophet said. The meaning of that hadith is it is not a hadith that puts women down. It's a hadith that says very simply that women, there's a time doing every month for the most part, if she is not too young, and she's not at the stage of menopause, then the woman doesn't have her monthly cycle. And as a result of that, she won't be able to pray a number of days for that month. She won't be able to fast a number of days for that month. So there's deficiency. And that goes to show the more salat a person does, the more zakat a person gives, the more hijab a person wears, the more actions that you do. If you do those, be that correctly, then your iman will be higher than the one who doesn't do those actions. So she can't pray and she can't fast. That is her deen. That is her deen. As it relates to her deficiency in her intellect, then two women, when it comes to the shahada, two women equals the shahada of one man. That's the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because of that reality, Some people, their iman is raised up because some women, they buy into that. They don't have a problem with it. They say it's from Allah, and they just don't have any issues or qualms with it. And some people, because this, their iman goes down. Those are those people who start questioning and doubting. Why is that? Why do we get half of a man? And why is it that two women equal one man? Because Allah said that. So just give it the program and take it easy. So, as it relates to that issue, ikhwari, inshallah, the issue of Iman going up and down, this is what it means. Finally, Al Imam Al Humaydi, he mentioned that the statement is not befitted, it doesn't fit unless the actions. We explained that. Statements, you have to be better than the munafiqeen. You gotta have actions. The two of them won't be of any benefit unless you have the niyyah. You have to have a proper niyah you will get rewarded based upon your niyat. And if you intend to do a thing and you didn't even do it, you'll still get rewarded because it was your niyat. So the statement, the action, and the niyat won't be a benefit until it is in accordance to the sunnah. So that goes to show what? As the Prophet says, sallallahu alayhi wa anyone who introduces something in this religion that's not from it, it will be rejected. You have to follow the sunnah. And that goes to show the two important shuruht, um, the sharutan, the conditions for an action to be accepted has to be done with ikhlas and it has to be done in accordance to the sunnah. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.